new on Curiosity Stream. I'm James Burke. I'm going to take you on a journey through time. James Burke's visionary series returns, reimagined for our time. Now, this is all uncharted territory. The Washington Post hails Burke as one of the most intriguing minds in the Western world. The New York Times raves he careens from one great moment in history to another. Where do we want to go from here? Experience all new connections. So what's the next connection? With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. New on CuriosityStream. How do you connect a 16th century potato to limitless energy production? Could Napoleon's toothpick have a direct link to a machine that predicts the future? And how can a 1700s conch shell chart a course to humans connecting their brains to the internet? James Burke's visionary series, Connections, returns for a new generation. Experience all new Connections. With monthly, annual, and bundled plans, find the one that works for you at CuriosityStream.com. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, whenever and wherever you're watching or listening. This is the Osmo NHL DFS Strategy Show, and I'm your host, Michael Clifford, a.k.a. Slim Cliffy. Joining me for the next hour to talk about whether Mason Marchman is a top five or simply just a top ten player in the entire NHL or single-entry assassin, Mr. Joshua Harris. Josh, how you doing today, buddy? Probably the best player in the NHL. Probably. He's close. I mean, I mean he's the, guy, conversation. the last four games games on DraftKings I think he's had like 145 DraftKings points so <laughs> yeah um for anybody that might be wondering what's going on here um Florida three had one of the crazier nights of the entire season so far last night um uh, oh, had, had to be Mason Marchman had six points Anton Lundell had four five something like that uh they just absolutely nuked the slate uh, <laughs> um and the funny thing is, is with a third line like that, you didn't even need them to cash. You probably needed them to win, but you certainly didn't need them to cash. And that's the funny thing is that you see people <laughs> that didn't have them that actually won some money last night. I saw Henry took down top three in the hip check. I saw Millhouse uh, first place in the $12 single entry. I saw Robbie go uh, about seven or eight X last night, won a bunch of tickets, uh, tagged us on Twitter. So Robbie Milhouse and Henry, good job to you guys. I ended up cashing uh, last night as well. Shout out Dylan Larkin. He really, really came through uh, for me, but no, I didn't win any money. Obviously I didn't have any Florida three. Were you considering them yesterday? Was that one of the lines that you had? I, 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 ca I caught most of the show. I didn't catch all of it. Was that one of the lines that you were, you were looking into? We did discuss it, and Jake was all was more about them than I was. Like I wasn't off them, but like I don't. The thing with Jake is he makes way more lineups than I do. So when I give analysis, unless I state that I'm talking about MME, I'm usually talking about how I run my lineups in one to three. And I I wasn't going to get there, I don't think. But I, they were definitely in play for me if I was making more than one. And funny thing is, like last night was so weird because the cash line was lower than how many points Florida three put up. So like, like I didn't have any Florida. I had Matthews who also had a hat trick. I had Halak and I Josh stacked the Canucks <laughs> who did nothing. And I still cashed somehow. I got, it was just one of those weird nights. You, you know, you take the, uh, you know, the 38 cents profit because DraftKings min cash is nothing, which is fine. I'm not complaining about it. I'd rather the the GPPs be the top prize be pumped and they pay 15% of the field rather than 25. That's how I am. If you want like 2X min cash, go play cash games, which is fine. 
I like cash games as well. I play cash. But in GPPs, if you're complaining about the min cash being under 2x, I think, you know, you play to win. You don't play to min cash. Yeah, exactly. I agree with that. I And it was, you know, Edmonton didn't come through last night. I think that was a big thing, uh, a big reason why you didn't really need a lot to cash. I mean, dry sidle, no points, shot bonus on DraftKings. McDavid had a goal with the shot bonus. That's a good, that's a decent night. But, you know, Pooley-Arvey did nothing. Hyman and assist with four shots. Like, they didn't really come through. Uh, so, you know, Edmonton, obviously very popular going into Ottawa last night. So didn't really need four to three uh, to smash. If you did have four to three, you probably had a pretty good night. Um, if you didn't have them, you might have still done well. But yeah, congrats to Robbie Milhouse and Henry. Good night last night. Let's see if we can keep it going uh, with this uh, with this late here tonight. We are sponsored by Yahoo Fantasy. They have been our sponsor all season long. Um Contest NHL. Uh, Jake was talking about it yesterday on the show. He's pretty much playing. He's been playing Yahoo pretty much every night now. Um, there aren't as many sharks over on Yahoo. Uh, Jake might be one of them, um, but there aren't a whole lot uh, like him. Um, it's a good place to get your feet wet if you just want to get started in DFS. So we have a little giveaway through Yahoo. We'll talk about it a little later on. Uh, if you guys could in the chat, I see uh, about 75 people there. If you guys could throw us a thumbs up. Uh, and click that like button. It'll really help us out. And click the subscribe button if you're new here and you haven't yet already. Uh, make sure you click that bell because uh, we have lots of shows going on pretty much every day, even with the NFL winding down. All that's left is the Super Bowl there. But we still have, you know, PGA just started, uh, you know, three weeks ago. Uh, NHL, NBA, obviously in the middle of their seasons, lots going on. So uh, click the notification bell to get those alerts when we do go on the air uh all right let's get right to these games josh because we have a massive slate today we have 11 games we have to get through so let's make sure we get to them the first one is seattle with a 2.3 implied goal total they're going into boston the boston bruins have a 3.7 implied goal total uh, the bruins look to have uh to not have eric Halla here tonight obviously he's going to be out uh they had been using different centers uh in that second line role, looks like it's going to be Tomas Nosek tonight. So second line of Hall Nosek and David Pasternak back down on the second line. That means Craig Smith up on the top line. Um, I think I, you know, there was some, there was some chatter in our chat about uh, playing some Seattle here tonight. And I, I don't know about an 11 game slate, 2.3 total on the road, but you and I talked on the, I think it was the last show we did together on Saturday about how much better Seattle has been playing over the last month, better defensively and all those things. I, I like, I'm not sure it's just a slam Boston night. Uh, what do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah. So if all of Boston one was together, I think this would have been a slam Boston night. Cause there's a lot of expensive spots and they may get overlooked just because they're ice. They have ice time concerns, but I think, you know, Bergeron's been, consistently averaging around 18 19 recently which is sometimes like that doesn't seem like a lot for someone who's 7k but like there are games where everybody's like 14 because the bruins are up 38 nothing you're just like old man take a seat you know what i mean but like i don't know craig smith there like that line's really really good defensively like better with smith there than Pasternak. but like offensively obviously it's a, it's a big drop off their numbers are still really good and and, you know, Seattle has been getting rocked, but like we talked about, they are getting better. The thing is, it's Chris Dridger in net. Like, I like Dridger as a goalie, 
it's just you've seen Grubauer make improvements. We haven't seen Chris Dridger really like get a good run going. I know it's hard because he's the backup, but instead, like in one to three, I don't think I'm going to get, I'm not going to prioritize anything on either side. There are better spots that I want in one to three lineups. If it's old Boston one, and I may even consider old, just playing old Boston one, that'd be where I'd consider. And I know we've talked about how like, oh, Boston two is okay. Like, this this iteration Hall No Sack Pasternak I think has a, a fairly decent sample. I, I and it's okay, but like the thing is, they're going to get either Donato, Wenberg, Donskoy, or Appleton, Gord, Blackwell, and the samples on those lines are just atrocious offensively. <laughs> like, yeah, like they've been like it. It's been well documented. They've been terrible all season, but it hasn't really improved to the point where like, yeah, I feel like playing the Seattle Kraken on the road on an 11-game slate, you know what I mean? So maybe, you know, on another slate where Donato, Wenberg, Donskoy are under 10K to full stack, but they're at home in a better spot. Like, this just doesn't feel like a good spot for me. Like, Johansson, McCann, Everlay are just going to get locked down by Bergeron, Marsha, and Smith. So nothing really prioritized in this game for me, but I'll, I'll probably consider if I was making 20 to 150, definitely Boston 1, some Boston 2, and... I will uh, power play stacks and Bruins as well. Yeah, I it's that Boston third line. I want to talk about them real quick because I think, you know, maybe you could attack attack them with a good Seattle three line. But that Boston third line has been good this year. DeBrus Coyle Steen, like 59% of the shot share or expected goal share. Sorry, 52% of the shot share. Like that's pretty good for a third line. Um, that's what's kind of keeping me away from Seattle here is that all three lines now are tough matchups. Uh, you know, I think Nosek is a better defensive center than Eric Holla. Like, I think that's an upgrade defensively on that line. Um, I think I haven't thought much of Eric Holla. Uh, basically, like, uh, he's not a second line center, and you know, Nosek isn't either, but I think he can do better on the defensive side of the puck, and that just hurts Seattle even more. So, I'm probably going to be out on Seattle here tonight on the Boston side. It would be some sort of power play stack here, I think, is the way I would approach. The Seattle penalty kill has not been very good for a while now, like top bottom 10 in the league. Um, nearly 10 goals against per 60 minutes, which isn't great at all. Um, you know, that's basically one goal against every six minutes, which is basically a power play goal against per game. So, like, uh, assuming you can draw three power plays. So, I don't really uh, like Seattle's penalty kill here tonight. I like Boston's power play. So, if you want to mix in just, you know, Pasternak with the top line or just Bergeron, Marchand by themselves without Pasternak and then Adam McAvoy, what have you. That's where I'm going with Boston. I don't know if I'm going to be playing them here tonight because it's only the goaltending that really draws me here. Like I said, I think Seattle's been playing a little bit better uh, defensively over the last month. And when you have so many great spots, I'm probably only three maxing here tonight. Um, you have to cut down. And I think Boston is going to be one of my cuts. If I was 20 maxing tonight, it would be a different story. It's just the way that I'm playing my lineups here on the blue line. Uh, you know, Grizzlock back, not back, back, but he's uh, running one of the power play units that gives him some, uh, a little bit of fantasy juice. What do you think about the defenseman here? There just really isn't much outside of correlating McAvoy. Like on the Seattle side, Giordano hasn't really done much. You know, Vinny Dunn hasn't like Adam Larson, if you want some block shots, maybe, but, Outside of him and correlating McAvoy and possibly punting Carlo, who's up to 3,200 now, I'm going to look elsewhere for defensemen. Just big slate, 
don't have to force anything in if you're stacking either one of these teams. Yeah, I agree. Larson was the only guy that I had down in my notes as a shot blocking type threat. So yeah, I agree with that. And we can just move along to the next game. San Jose, 2.1 implied goal total. They're going into Tampa Bay. The Bolts have a three and a half implied goal total. Now, I'm going to say something that's, I don't know, maybe it's just conjecture. But over on Pinnacle.com, which is uh, where I place some uh, sports bets, uh, they pulled this game off. Now, I haven't checked lately to see if they pulled it, if they put it back on the slate. But they pulled the game off uh, a couple hours ago. And when they pull a game off, Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Seeing is believing, and you're not going to believe how bright and vivid the colors are on the Samsung Neo QLED and OLED TVs powered by the Neural Quantum Processor. Because this is an audio ad. Unless you can see it, which means you already have one. Nice. Samsung, more wow than ever. Usually that tells me there's something going on with COVID testing. Um, I haven't seen anything official. That's the problem here is I haven't seen anything. I've been searching Twitter. I haven't seen anything for updates in that Tampa San Jose game, but the fact that they pulled it off the board and I'm going to go check right now. To- well, I, I, I don't know how big of a line movement this would make, but they, the Sharks announced that Ferraro and Middleton are going to play tonight. Yeah. So maybe that's what it was too. Is like- that, you know, they just didn't want, they just didn't want to get slammed people going he- heavy on San Jose that could have been it as well. So I'd say just, you know, obviously with those guys returning to the lineup as well, just watch warmups. Uh, could be some funny stuff in San Jose, Tampa Bay. Uh, what do you have in this? Oh, should mention, still no Nikita Kucherov uh, in a week on the COVID list now, but still not ready to return. Yeah, he practiced today, but is not playing. So probably Thursday or no, after the All-Star break, I would imagine he'll be back. But um, first thing you notice about this game on DraftKings anyway is, Vasilevsky is 7,400 at home in a 3.5 total against a team with a 2.1 total. So I would imagine he's going to be very popular tonight. I do have some shot volume concerns there, but that's for later on. I, I really like Tampa 1 here. Um, you know, Palat points Sorelli. We've talked about it. Like, obviously, that line's way better with Kucherov, and um, Sorelli's more of an offensive role here than defensive, but. You know, this is still a good matchup. Hurdle Meyer have really good numbers together, but Barabanov is whatever. And the Sharks guys being back, like, not a huge DFS impact, but Ferraro and Middleton are probably two of their better defensive defensemen, which is saying, you know, not a lot. But, you know, you, you see this Tampa with a 3.5 total. Their top line is coming in around 6 Seven percent. I think you know this is a really good spot for them. You want to leave off Sorelli, adding Kalorn for some power play. I think that's fine as well. I, I don't think I'd full stack that second line. You want to do like Stamkos Kalorn. I think that's fine. But you know the Couture Dolan Balsers line has been pretty good. I think I'd rather go to San Jose too as a filler rather than stacking Steven Stamkos in center with Matias Joseph. So for me, it's going to be um, you know Tampa one, Tampa power play, and maybe. Um, 
a little bit of San Jose too, but 2.1 total on the road, nothing I'm really going to prioritize one to three from the San Jose side. Yeah, I I am tempted with some San Jose one here, and it's just because of our top stacks ownership. Our top stacks has Meyer and Hurdle uh, coming in at 1% ownership tonight. And like, I get it is a very tough matchup. I understand that. Um, but they're a pretty good line and have been very pretty good all all season long. So they're at least going to be in consideration for me in my three max. I'm not saying I'm, I'm definitely playing San Jose or one or anything like that, but they are coming in with good leverage. And I think it's one of those spots um, where, you know, if I was 20 max, definitely 150, um, they would be in a higher consideration for me. So I think in my three max, I'm going to be out on San Jose, but I do like that number one. Just the ownership on them, I think, is 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 nice tonight for people playing a lot of lineups, let's say. Uh, it is definitely a Tampa Bay uh, game for us here. Um, if you're looking at the ownership, they're basically coming in check. The top line coming at 5%, uh, 7% owned against a 5% top two stack. I think that's just fine. Um, one of the things that's key here is the return of Ferraro and Middleton. Those are fairly key uh, defensive roles for those guys. Like they basically run four defensemen and two of them are Ferraro and Middleton. Um, you know, Carlson's out. Um, that's a big loss. They couldn't afford to be out all three of those guys. So I think that helps San Jose. Um, but there's not enough ownership on Tampa one to make me avoid them. So it's Tampa one, maybe some San Jose one here, uh, on the blue line. I wrote up Mikhail Sergachev in the power plays article. He's just getting too much ice time. Like he's playing like 26 minutes a night. He's not a massive peripherals guy, uh, but you know, 26 minutes a night at home, I'll definitely take a stab at that at 4K on DraftKings. Anybody else to go to you? Same. Uh, would take a stab on Ryan McDonough if you can't get up to Sergachev as well. On the shark side, like Burns 5400 seems so cheap, but like I don't know. I I just can't get behind one offing Burns. I mean, if you have 55 left over, it's fine. I think he correlate with San Jose one and MME. You want to punt Middleton for 2,900? I guess that's okay, but I, I'd rather stick to McDonough and Sergachev out of this game. Yeah, I can agree with that. All right, let's get to this next one. Replay from last night. Toronto, 3.9 implied goal total going into New Jersey. Devils have a 2.6 total. Um, back-to-back for both teams. Obviously, the Leafs had a big comeback, scored four Goals in the third period, five goals, something like that, uh, including shout out to Austin Matthews getting the goal with 28 seconds left or whatever uh, to win me the puck line. I really appreciate that. Um, Gillies is probably going to be a net for New Jersey. I don't know what what Tron is going to do because Jack Campbell looked like a fish out of water last night before he got pulled. Oh, man, that's terrible. Yeah, I I mean, Campbell only played one period, so technically I guess he's rested for tonight. Maybe they go right back to him, but we'll see what happens there. Um, I think there's something to like on both sides of this game. Obviously, Toronto with their big big 3.9 total. What do you like, Josh? Yeah, so now that New Jersey's home, they're going to keep Hughes, Bratz, and Govich away from Matthews, which is good for the Devils offensively. But that means Zacha, Heischer, and VC are going to go up against Matthews, which is bad defensively for the Devils. And, uh, you know, it's not like Blackwood's in net. He's not back. It's probably going to be John Gillies, um, another HL goalie. I really like going back to uh, Toronto one here. Uh, Mitch Marner, still 5,700. Like, that price is where he should be. 
Like when he gets in the mid sevens, it just, I don't know. I will say I was hard on Marner for good reason earlier on in the season, but since they moved him on the power play to where he should be, his season has really turned around. So at that price, I, I really like uh, Toronto one here. They should have no issues with the Heischer Zaka line. You want to go to Toronto two, that's fine. But uh, for me, this is a Leafs one or Leafs power play because the Devils take a lot of the Devils take a lot of penalties. Uh, their penalty kill is pretty good, but again, it's Gillies. Now that Hughes, Brat, Sharon, Govich, you're not going to see Matthews. They may see Tavares. They may see Camp. Whatever it is, they still have it over four expected goals. Like Jake said, he may be an expected goals fish, and maybe I am too. But those numbers are hard to deny especially not getting the Matthews line coming in around 5%. Um, they are on a back-to-back in a 2.6 total home. So, you know, I wouldn't recommend going crazy. But to get those numbers, to get that line with those numbers at that ownership, I think, you know, in 20 max, having them even 10%, you're going to get over the field. And I think, you know, anytime you can get a line with four expected goals and an extended sample at that low, I think you got to take a chance. So, Toronto one, Toronto power play, some NJ one. Yeah, uh, it's Toronto one for me out of this game. Um, on the Toronto side of things, I agree with you there, but I don't know if I'm going to be going back to the Leafs. I, like Zaka Hisher, they've been good defensively this year. I don't think much of Jimmy VC. I think he can probably hurt that line, and that's the problem here. But Zach and Hisher have generally been good this year. You know, I'm not, you know, I'm not going to say they're going to shut down Austin Matthews here tonight, but I'm saying, you know, it's not a, a slam dunk matchup for them. I think it's the goaltending that could hurt them more than anything. Um, I'm, I'm with you on Hughes. It's a bit of a tougher matchup with Nylander on that second line than, than Marner there, but um, the Hughes line has just been ex- – like, even if they're not great defensively, they're still scoring like 3.3 goals per 60 minutes at 5-on-5 this year, and that's just really good. Um, ownership, like you said, ownership coming in check at 5%. So uh, Toronto won – but I like New Jersey one, and I'm. I really think you're going to see some New Jersey one in my twenty in my three max here tonight. So I like New Jersey one uh, almost regardless of contest size. On the blue line, uh, Severson and Graves stick out for me on the New Jersey side. Uh, Severson for the power play, Graves for the peripherals. Anybody else? I don't think I. I want to play like Rasmus Sandin or Hole, but like they just aren't doing anything. Like Riley and Brody are just getting insane minutes and everyone else just like yeah you know we'll give them a breather and their minutes just aren't there so it's severson and grace for me yeah uh justin hall had a nice pinch last night and it's like i thought he was going to score there kind of rattled around in between akira schmidt's legs but uh no such luck for me i guess uh get access to all the great osmo plus tools and content for nearly every dfs sport out there with an Osmo Plus weekly pass for $29.95. This includes full access to all the premium content and tools on Osmo.com, including player projections, ownership projections, our top stacks, our lineup builder, and a whole lot more. Of course, if you're only looking to play NHL DFS, then you can sign up for one of our Osmo Plus NHL packages for as low as $3.95 a week. Please note that Fantasy Cruncher is an add-on and can be easily added on with any of these packages at checkout, but it is not included in our base packages and it is certainly a variable, very valuable addition to your DFS arsenal. Stop guessing, start winning, join Osmo Plus today. All right, Florida, 3.5 implied goal total. They're going into New York to face the Rangers. The Rangers have a 3.0 implied goal total. 
back to back for the Florida Panthers. That means Spencer Knight uh, certainly in net for them. Uh, looks like uh, Alexis Lafreniere back down on the third line for the Rangers with Barclay Goodrow up on the top line. Did I see that right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Adam Fox is on the IR for the Rangers. With that means Jacob Truba is running the top power play unit. I'm going to be honest, man. I think uh, the Rangers might run into the same problems the Caps ran into there a couple weeks ago when John Carlson was hurt. And that's, that is, there aren't a lot of guys on that blue line besides Fox that can move the puck. What do you think about this game? Hopefully Ke'Andre Miller steps up and he, he looks like he's, he may, but I'm not going to hold my breath because I can't hold it for very long. So um, <laughs> there are a couple things from this game, right? If Gallant's moving Barclay Goodrow up to the top line, that means he wants to get Sabanajan and Kreider out against Topcom. Why? So they're going to get Barkov, Huberdeau, Duclair. And that, like, I see, like, 8%, 9% ownership on Rangers 1 today. And, like, I just, I just don't want anything to do with that. I know Florida's back-to-back on the road, but Bar- Barkov, Huberdeau, Duclair, an elite line. Like, there's almost no ownership right now in Florida 1. Um, kind of makes like if I was MME. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family, it's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com slash renew to learn more. Looking for a fun way to win up to 25 times your money this football season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of statistics, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and an enormous selection of players and stat options are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million football fans who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com/get100 and use code GET100. That's code GET100 at prizepicks.com slash get100 for a first deposit matchup to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Even 20 max, I'd get way over the field and you don't have to go like 20%. You get 10, 12%, you're way over the field on Florida 1. They're, they're in a really good matchup. No Fox, you know. The only, the only thing in their way right now is Igor. And it's probably going to be Igor because they don't have a game tomorrow. Uh, so, you know, Jake and I talked about goalie skill yesterday, and we both agreed that doesn't really matter outside of, like, the elite of the elite, like the, the top three. Like, you know what's going to happen. It's rare that, like, Igor is going to give up, like, six goals on the first and get pulled. Like, it happens. But it's not it's not the most likely outcome. It's not probable to happen, so... I don't think I would, you know, maybe I will, but like 3.5 total on the road, back to back on the road. It's just like, I don't know if I'm going to get to Florida in my one to three and MME, I definitely have some. And then we have that Florida three question, right? 
them going absolutely nuts. And they're going to get Rangers three, like Lafreniere, Heedle. Just they're they generate a ton offensively, but they give up way more defensively. So th- there's a case to be made where you can go back to Florida three here. They're going to miss the top pair of the Rangers too. They may see like Libor and Zach Jones, which is just like gives me a headache just thinking about. But like it's the Igor question again. But in MME, I definitely mix in. Florida one, Florida three. On the Rangers side, I'm out on Rangers one. It's just not a good matchup, and they're going to be overowned. If you want to include Kreider in a power play stack, I think that's fine. Where I go here is Rangers two. Panarin's too cheap. He hasn't been great five on five, but he is 5800, and he's always involved on the power play. So I think if you're going to do anything, it'll be Rangers two. Uh, maybe a Rangers power play stack, but I wouldn't do that in one to three. I, this is just MME stuff. Yeah, it's the Florida top line that I like on the Florida side here. Like, it's a smallish sample, but Goodrow hasn't really been great on that top line. Like, they've tried him there at times before this year. No one's been good there. (laughs) Who would have been good there? Oh, he would have been great. Uh, He's also great on the St. Louis second line. Uh, Barclay Goodrow on the top line, 42% shot share, 42% of the scoring chances. I think Florida's top line uh, could really do some damage against that. Of course, you're facing Igor, but that's also probably, and it's a back-to-back, but that's also why they're coming in at 1% to 2%, right? Um, everybody else knows all those things. I think Florida one, like you said, in your 20 maxes, 150s, all that stuff, even your three maxes, I think they definitely board uh, some consideration. On the Rangers side, it's the Rangers second line that I like here. I don't, I like, I think Verhage and Bennett can be, good defensively but i'm not sure owen Tippett is like they're trying to trade him <laughs> so like i, I don't think he's in the top six is that, exactly to like they don't want him there so um i you know i, I think panarin's price has come down en- enough where uh you can use him as a one-off in tournaments you know stack him with ryan strom uh and truba for a power play stack if you want but uh rangers two perhaps definitely florida one for me out of this game on the blue line like Jacob Truba makes a ton of sense running power play one plus all his peripherals um, on the Florida side, Forsling down at three K seems to make some sense to me, you know, we got five K anybody else. Yeah. Um, you know, Keandre Miller on that top pair now seeing the minutes, it's getting a little bit more involved. I think I will take a stab on him at 2,800 and hope to get ahead of the curve there if he does have a big game before he gets priced up into the mid threes. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's get uh, move on to the next game. Winnipeg 3.3 implied gold total. They're going into Philly. The Flyers have a 2.6 implied gold total. Um, there's one specific line I talked to you about before the show that I liked. Um, I'm sticking with that line as it is. There hasn't been a lot of news in this game. I think, you know, Morgan Frost, they said he's not feeling well, may not play tonight or something like that, but we're not playing Flyers 3 or anything like that anyway, so it's not a big deal for us. Um, there's Yeah, there is one line that I really like in this game. What do you like out of this game, Josh? Yeah, we're on the same page, at least on the Jets side. I, we have, we didn't really talk about the Flyers, and Mike's not on, so we don't have to slander them. So power behind the glass, moving the sticks today. But, um, yeah, Winnipeg 2. Kyle Connors priced up at 8500 but, like, if you look at his season, he's probably priced where he should be on DraftKings. 
Like he's having a ridiculous season and no one's really talking about it. Not that that makes me angry. I see those posts on Twitter. Oh, no one's talking about it. Like, okay. Go, go eat his stickers. But like Connor Dubois has been excellent this season. We have the PowerPoint presentation on Cole Perfetti, which you guys have seen over and over and over again. But like, so he's still 3,200 or he's 3,300. You know, that Dubois is up to 6,600. And Connor's 8,500, but the Perfetti price makes that reasonable. They're going to avoid Giroux. You know, that's the second line for the Flyers has been decent, but like, decent isn't going to stop that line. Um, if you want to go to Shifu Wheeler Cop, like, go ahead. Uh, I just prefer, you know, Connor Dubois Perfetti. Um, I just, I'm not a believer in the Shifley Wheeler combo anymore just because they're so bad defensively. Like, I'd rather go to the good offensive line, which makes me kind of go to the Drew Atkinson Lindblom line a little bit. You see their ownership under 2%. They're not fully correlated. Lindblom's on the second power play, but he's only 3,400, which makes that line reasonable cost. Um, it's a 2.6 total at home, but, you know, if they're going to get that Shifley Wheeler matchup, I would definitely want a piece of Flyers 1 and MME. Winnipeg two definitely considered in one to three. I might even consider Flyers one in one to three. I, I just you know haven't gone through all the games completely with my builds yet. So, but I am interested in the Flyers top one, top line definitely in MME, um, and Winnipeg two. Yeah, Winnipeg two for me is the line that stood out. Sixty percent shot share, sixty two percent of the scoring chances. They're generating. They're sorry. They're controlling sixty uh, percent of the shot share. Their expected goals uh, bordering at 2.8. The problem is, is they're shooting about 6% so far as a trio. That's probably not going to persist for very much longer. I don't see that line as a 6% line. Uh, that's more like a Washington four uh, mark, like six, like that's where 6%. What did Nick Dowd ever do to you? <laughs> yeah. I, Nick Dowd catches strays in, in here. Sorry about that. Nick. Um, but and it's the ownership for Winnipeg too as well. Uh, you know, we talked a, a minute ago about one percent ownership. It's not quite that, but we have them at three percent, uh, despite a six to seven percent top two stack percentage. So one of the better leverage uh, spots on the night. And it's not like Philly's been good. Like, yeah, maybe they've been a little bit better, but they're still not good by any stretch of the imagination. They won a game in January. <laughs> yeah, they, their yeah. only win in January. And like the penalty kill hasn't been solid either. So um, Winnipeg two for me, you know, people want to play Winnipeg one that leads in there. Go redhead, but it's Winnipeg two uh, that's drawing my eye on the blue line. I noticed Ivan Provorov is playing a ton of minutes, but 6,500. I feel like that's way, way, way too steep for him. Uh, Nate Schmidt, 4,200 kind of tickling my fancy. Anybody else stick out to you? Yeah. Nate Schmidt, um, like Provorov, Maybe is he cheaper? Let me see. Boop, 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 boop. And we're off. Proveroff, 5K on FanDuel. So that's more palpable. Yeah. DraftKings. Yeah. DraftKings 6,500. I'd much rather just play Truba. Um, but Schmidt, definitely for Winnipeg. Uh, don't mind punting Braun or Sanheim. But really, this is just Nate Schmidt or we'll move it on. All right. Let's move it on then. <laughs> Um, we have partnered with Yahoo Fantasy this NHL season to bring you some great offers. Check out our exclusive 
limited time offer, which gets you one free month of Osmo Plus Platinum. To qualify, you need to be new to Yahoo. Sign up for an account via the link below. Deposit and play. That's it. Yahoo will send us your name after you've played in your first paid contest. We will reach out with via email with your coupon. If you'd like to speed up the process of getting access, email support at Osmo.com and we'll get you set up right away. You can also claim a free $10 of site credit by clicking the link in the video description below. And that can be used to enter any Yahoo contest, including tonight's $2,000 NHL baller and the NBA $50,000 Tuesday baller as well. Make sure to use our DFS tools and projections designed specifically for Yahoo to give yourself the best shot at winning big. All right. We got six more games to get through. Let's run through these. Washington, 2.7 implied goal total. Going into Pittsburgh, Penguins have a 3.3 implied goal total. Uh, still no Oshie or Mantha. I saw Tristan Yari expected to start for Pittsburgh. Vitek Vanacek for Washington. Doesn't look like the Washington top six has has changed at all. Uh, what do you like in this game? <laughs> I mean, this is a tough matchup against two good teams with two mediocre goalies. So I think, you know, you have to have some MME exposure here. This is like those NBC on sports or on, on night games where you see just like three, two gritty, tough games. You know what I mean? But like there isn't much ownership on the, on this game. So I think, you know, getting to some pit one, they're expensive, but they're, they're garnering almost no ownership. I think an MME or even one three makes some sense here. Uh, Capitals one coming in around 3%. You know, that's perfectly fine. They're only, what, 17.9 with an $8,900 Ovechkin. Fully correlated against Yari, who I'm not a big believer in. Um, you know, Pittsburgh is a good team, obviously. So this is like, these are two good teams. That's why you see the ownership percentage is low. But I think, you know, Caps one, both top lines, definitely in consideration in MME. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, maybe get to, you know, pit one and, and one to three. These second lines, I think I'd, I'd lean towards caps two a little bit here. Uh, they have decent numbers. You want to use Malkin as a one-off, something like that. I think that's fine. But, you know, nothing that I'm going to really prioritize. I just want some exposure to these top lines in MME because the, these goalies just aren't great. And the one thing that stuck out to me about Pittsburgh is their penalty kill has kind of fallen off as the season's gone on. And that's that's not really normal Pittsburgh stuff. Like they're really being saved by their goaltending right now. If you look bottom 10 by uh shot share or by shots allowed, sorry, on the penalty kill between Seattle and Buffalo, like that's not great. Um, 
you know, they're not taking a ton of penalties, so that's kind of saving them. But, you know, that's one thing to worry about with Washington. We talk about it all the time. Not all the time, but we talked about it a couple times how the Washington power play should be a bit better with Backstrom there. It hasn't been really that great on the season. But honestly, it is the second lines that's drawing me in this game. Uh, Sheary and Backstrom, 59% shot share together. Uh, they generally had good numbers together in their careers. Uh, Malkin and Erod, small sample, only a few games, but they've been very good too. So I think both top lines are in play here for me. But the thing with the Pittsburgh top line is there's not any ownership coming in on them. Yeah. Like I have no, to, no. I have to figure there's there's maybe something that there's we're missing here because they're coming in at under one percent ownership, and I get that they're expensive. Um, but if you're going to give me under 1% ownership, Pittsburgh one, they should be in your 20 maxes. They should be in your one fifties, et cetera, et cetera. They should definitely have consideration, uh, in your one to threes as well. I'm not sure I'm going to get there personally, but it's just that ownership alone, uh, should really be drawing people here. So Pittsburgh one should give a lot of pause, um, on the blue line. There isn't really anybody that sticks out to me. Uh, on either side, outside of correlating. It's, you know, Brian Dumoulin is a game-time decision. So if he's out, you know, maybe somebody like Mike Matheson or something might jump up uh, to get some more minutes. You know, that might change the equation. But honestly, I don't see a defenseman here I like. Yeah. If you're if you're not correlating with Carlson or Latang, it's just no thanks. Unless, you know, like you said, Matheson or Marino or Pedersen, one of those guys moves up, then yeah, maybe. All right, uh, next game, Ottawa, 2.2 implied goal total going into the island to face the Islanders. They're not on the island anymore, though. Yeah, they are. Are they? Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're not playing in Brooklyn. My mistake. They're, uh, they're not as far down the island, but it's still trash down there. <laughs> I'll, hey, you said that. I didn't say that. So that's J-R-H. You can find this. J-R-H-002. I live in the armpit. I live in New Jersey, so I can't really talk crap about the island, but here I am doing it. Um, all right. Uh, the Islanders have a 3.4 implied goal total. It does look like the Islanders are going to carry some ownership here tonight. Um, the top line coming in around 10%, coming in as our most over-leveraged line on the slate. I mean, we always say you can play the chalk, but uh, coming in at, you know, three times your top two percentage seems a bit high and it seems entirely price driven. What do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, like the first thing I noticed on the slate was the Islanders total and I like had to take Advil. Like, because I, I know they're going to get ownership. I know they're going to be cheap and I know they're going to be in a good matchup. It's just like, I can't trust them to do anything. Lee hasn't been great this season. Barzell's been okay, but their prices are good, and they're going to get the bottom six matchups of the Sens who are on a back-to-back on the road. It's like there is a case to be made to play them. It's just this isn't the Islanders team from three years ago. This is a bad iteration of that team. I don't know. Like If I was going to go to a line here, it's going to be that second line, and they they just don't have great numbers either. Nelson Bavillier is fine. They're cheaper with less ownership than Barza and Lee. You want to go down to that third line, you know, JG Pajero, Wallstrom. 6,400 for the two of them on the top power play unit. Going to get Stutzla, Kachuk, Ennis, but, like, that might actually be good for them. They may actually see a couple more minutes on, on the ice. They're both power play one. They're coming in five over 5%, which is 
over leverage, but for 64, I'd rather do that for 6,400 than spend, you know, 10K for Barza and Lee in a similar over leverage situation. You know what I mean? I'd rather just pay less. So yeah, I guess like Islanders three, you want to play Islanders two, you want to play Islanders one. Like I'm not going to tell you no, but it's like their total, their ownership just makes me uncomfortable despite the matchup. So yeah. Oh, sorry. No, no, go ahead. No, all I was going to say is that uh, like, I really do like the Islanders here as well, but I think it, honestly in a tournament, I think it makes more sense to play the Ottawa goalie than it does to play the Islanders here. At least, you know, those super chalky lines, like Islanders two, you know, they're coming in fine, but like you said, they haven't been really playing well this year. So it's like, do you want to play the less owned line that's not been playing well or the higher owned line that has been playing well, which would be Islanders one. That's kind of the decision here. I'll just say I wrote up Oliver Wallstrom in the power plays article. Uh, he's leading the league in shot rate on the power play this year, which I found absolutely staggering. When you consider all the elite power play guys around the league, he's the guy with the highest shot rate. Um, now it seems like he is shooting from everywhere. Like his, his scoring chance rate, is it nearly as high? Um, but you know, getting a lot of shots against this Ottawa penalty kill that does like to take penalties. Uh, I agree with you. It's all industry. I would also think, um, the Ottawa top line makes some sense here tonight. If you're playing a bunch of lineups, I'm not getting them in, in one to threes, 20 max. I'd start to consider them 150. Absolutely. Coming in with good leverage. Well, the Islanders just have not been good defensively. Like it's in the numbers. It, Ball don't lie. Yeah, I just, I just think you know, Ottawa's missing some players. It's back yeah. and back on the road. Last, I'm pretty sure it's their last game before they head off for the All Star break. Like, yeah, I could see them just kind of punting this one. But yeah, um, Islanders three. It's Wallstrom that I like <clears throat> on the blue line. Uh, assuming Lassie Thompson is out for this game, and it does look like he's out, uh, Eric Brandstrom could jump to the top pair. Twenty five hundred. He's been playing a lot of minutes lately. Don't mind Brandstrom if you need somebody super cheap. Anybody else? So, yeah, I like Branstrom. Ryan Pulak, they said he's a game-time decision, but that probably means he's probably going to play. He's been out for a while. His price is down to 4100 Maybe you want to wait a game. Dobson at 5500 I think, makes some sense as well. This is a really good spot for them. But I don't know. Nothing like jumping off the page saying, I need to play you tonight. Yeah, I, that's the case with most Islanders games. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's get to this next one. Vancouver 2.3 going into Nashville. Nashville has a 3.1 implied goal total. Uh, John Hines said Ely Tolvanen and Dante Fabro look like they're both going to be back for Nashville tonight. Vancouver is on a back to back. Uh, you and I talk about how na the Nashville penalty kill is bad, but the Vancouver penalty kill is similarly bad. This is a battle of two bad penalty kills, and that worries me because. Anytime that happens, you can just very quickly see a quick blowout, you know, two or three power play goals, two or three shorthanded, all of a sudden it's five or six, nothing. What do you think about this game? Yeah, I like Nashville one, surprise, surprise. But I like them more now because their prices come down because they haven't been great recently. Like, they just haven't. Gramlin is down to 4,300, Duchesne down to 5,400, Philip, Philip Forsberg down to 6,200. But, like, this could be what they need to get right here. Um, and they're 15.9 on DraftKings, which is a very reasonable price. They're in the 18Ks about three weeks ago. They're going to get whoever they get on the Nashville side. I don't or on the Vancouver side. I don't even know what teams consider the, the Vancouver top comp anymore. It's just hard to tell. 
maybe it's probably going to be Miller, Besser, Pedersen, I would imagine, but not that that matters. Uh, Vancouver's penalty kill is bad. Thatcher Demko's there, which is, you know, he's better than Halak, but like Halak's good too. So how much can Demko save you? You know what I mean? Like he's in that conversation where like, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of stacking against him, but like, I'm still going to do it. So natural one for me, you know, if Tovanen slides into that second line with Johansson and Kunin, don't mind them as a two-man. You want to include Johansson for some power play one. He's only 3,300. There are definitely worse times to use Ryan Ryan Johansson. I don't know if there's any better times to use Ryan Johansson, but there's definitely worse times to use him. So, you know, don't mind that as a filler. But natural one for me... in one to three, I'm probably not to get to any Vancouver, but like Nashville legitimately has a bottom three penalty kill in the league. They they just been bailed out consistently by UC Soros. Nine thirty five save percentage yeah. on the penalty kill. Over that's the last like month. insane, like insane. Yeah, like that's that shouldn't be sustainable, but we're still we're still here. <laughs> yeah, you know no, I mean, I, so I, I might consider some Patterson Miller Besser in uh, you know MME just because the. The Nashville, Nashville takes a lot of penalties and, you know, at their price, like if they get one full line goal and they get a couple bonuses, they should be fine. So Nashville yeah, one. Uh, uh, no, sorry. No, you're saying Nashville one in. And, uh, you know, Vancouver one for me. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's about where I am. It's just power play guys. You need power play guys in this game with those penalty kills, both lots of time shorthanded, both with bad penalty kills, one team being saved by their goalie. Um, you know, your Yossi's, your Forsberg's, your Bessers, your Millers, those are the guys that you want to want to roster here tonight. Um, on the blue line, nobody really sticking out to me. Um, you know, obviously Roman Yossi sticks out to me uh, just about every single game he plays. Uh, but with Fabro back, that might depress the TOI or, or peripherals of some of the guys on the rest of that blue line. So it might just be Yossi for me. What about you? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah, Yossi, for me, I actually don't mind correlating Quinn Hughes. Like normally he's just like, nah. his peripherals have come up a bit and he's he's cheaper than he was. He's 4,700, so don't mind that. But definitely just Yossi or Hughes for me. All right. Uh, we have an Osmo Hall of Fame here at Osmo.com where we like to celebrate our winners, and if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, this is how you do it. You download the Osmo avatar from Osmo.com slash avatar. You place in the top three of a contest with at least 5,000 contestants, and then you tweet those wins to the Osmo Hoff account. Um, you'll see us, uh, you'll see scrolling through uh, some of the slides, you'll see a second place split in the 5K hit, hit check from Grey Kid. Um, 
great stuff by him. You'll see LS Dom uh, taking down third place for $300 uh, in the Minimax over in NBA. Uh, not a bad job. Uh, finishing third in any sort of Minimax like that is really, really tough. See a fourth place from Shy Lansky over in NBA uh, with taking down 750. Of course, Soul Cube there a few days ago took down first place single entry in NHL over on FanDuel. And then Robbie uh, from last night uh, said, uh, Jake Harry called it. We need to bring a special guest on the show uh, named Saul G. But uh, I mentioned earlier, Robbie had a game, great night. There you see $400 off 35 in entry. So if you want to get into the Osmo Hall of Fame, just uh, place top three in a contest with at least 5,000 contestants and then send those screenshots in to the Osmo Hoff account. All right, we got three games to get through. Let's plow through these games. Calgary going into Dallas. Calgary has a 3.0 implied goal total. Dallas has a 2.7 implied goal total. Now, Dallas, in their last game, they sent out the top line against the opposing top line, which was Boston's um, Bergeron line at the time. If they do that again here tonight, they're going to be going out against Calgary's top line. Both these top lines coming in with pretty good leverage, both you know amongst their top five under leverage stacks. What do you think about this game, Josh? Yeah, so if they're going to go against each other, it kind of takes them out for me in one to three. There's plenty of other spots that I like just enough to get them in my one to three. But in MME, at this ownership, they're both fully correlated. They're both very, very good lines. I think, you know, I think even if you're making like five to ten, you can definitely consider them in one of them. You know, the more lineups you make, the more you're going to get to them. But for me, this is a Calgary 2 game. Backstrom, Mangiapane, Coleman. Going to get uh, Jamie Ben taking Gurionov. <clears throat> Not a very good defensive line. Calgary 2 has been very, very good. Their prices haven't moved from the mid-threes. I don't know, you know, I'm not complaining. But, like, so for me, you know, Mangiapane back in Coleman, you don't have to full stack. You can full stack. You can take two of the three. You can one off one of the guys. But that's where I want to attack this game in one to three, Calgary two. Both top lines in MME. I guess if you want to have a little Dallas two in MME, I think that's fine as well. But, you know, I guess, like, like Ben Sick and Gurionov, they were on the winning lineup the other night. Like, they just went nuts. But, I don't know, it feels like I'd be chasing if I would consider them in one to three. So, Calgary two in one to three, yeah. though. Yeah, I agree with you, Calgary two. Wrote up Michael Backlund in the Power Place article uh, this morning. Um, you know, they, they're generating over three expected goals per 60 minutes of five on five. It's just that shooting percentage hasn't come around. Not like Blake Coleman's a great high percentage shooter, but Backlund's typically not. Well, he's been worse as his career's gone on, I guess. But Manchipani is definitely not a low percentage shooter. So hopefully they can bring that around. Calgary for two two for me in this game in my one to three. If I was 20 maxing, both top lines would absolutely be in consideration. It's just the ownership on them, right? Uh, you see 3% on Calgary 1, like 2% on, on Dallas 1, or 1% even. You just need 5 to 10% to get way over the field, right? So 20 max, 150, absolutely. You can consider them in your 1 to 3s. I don't think I'll be playing them, though. Uh, on the blue line, I noticed Noah Hannafin has really picked up his peripherals as late. Not super expensive. Uh, is he my new Oliver Shillington? I guess we're going to find out, but uh, don't mind Hannafin. Anybody else? Hannafin or Tanev, if you're punting. Miro, Miro Heskinen at under 5K, I think it's fine as a one-off if you're in that mid-range. But other than that, like, Klingberg, if you want to correlate, but 
nothing super exciting on the Dallas side. All right. Just want to remind everybody, we do have a bunch of shows coming up right after us. We have the Yahoo NBA live show with McCarthy and LaMarca next, and then the No House Advantage NBA strategy show with Aton and Terry, and then your NBA double dose starts at 5 p.m. Eastern. That's uh, NBA and NFL all coming up uh, a little bit later, I believe. Or, or no, NFL was earlier today. It's just NBA for the rest of the day. Uh, Arizona, 2.2 implied goal total going into Colorado. The Avs have a 4.3 implied goal total. Um, one thing I noticed, Colorado won without Nathan McKinnon, 60% shot share, almost 60% of the scoring chances. They're absolutely rolling. Second line looks good too. I mean, not a surprise. It is Arizona. What do you like here, Josh? Yeah, Kadri more expensive than Miko. It's kind of silly, but, you know, Kadri has had an excellent season. For me, this is Colorado 1. Uh, you want to include Nishushkin, you want to leave him off, that's fine. If you're going to leave him off, I would suggest adding in a D-man like Taze. If you can't fit McCarr or Gerard, you know what I mean? For Gerard makes more sense for the power play. Taze is a good one-off. You want to go to uh, Colorado 2, that's fine as well. I think, you know, that line's going to be better with Burakovsky there. Um, but for me, this is a Colorado one game. On the Arizona side, there just, you know, isn't too much there. If anything, maybe, you know, Keller, Boyd, but probably nothing I'm going to get to in one to three, maybe nothing in 20 max. After 20 lineups, maybe I'll start including them. Yeah, Arizona won. Like, the, it's not crazy high ownership, but they're coming in a little bit over leveraged. I think they're fine in 20 max or bigger. I'm not going to be playing in my one to three. I do like... I do like Colorado too here, you know, with Leohan Larson out, there's nothing here to worry about for depth matchups. I think Colorado too could just run all over them. So Colorado too, for me in this game, wrote up Kale McCarr on the blue line with Arizona's terrible penalty kill. I think McCarr makes a lot of sense as a one-off here tonight. If you don't want to full stack Colorado, what do you think? Yep. McCarr for the really expensive, you want more power play correlation, go Gerard. Although he, you know, he doesn't really do too much. Devin Tays is a is a nice one off as well. On the Arizona side, there just isn't much there outside of you know correlating ghosts in your Arizona stuff and MME. Yeah, uh, yeah, I wouldn't. I might not even do that. Yeah, yeah I probably. Uh, Buffalo two point one implied gold total is our last game. They're going into Vegas. Golden Knights have a three point nine implied gold total. Nolan Patrick still on the top line for Vegas. Uh, I wrote up the Vegas second line in my power plays article. Um, they're coming in, uh, we're basically bang on their ownership. So I'm going to stick with, uh, Vegas two here. They're going to get the depth matchups from Buffalo. Um, I think they can do some damage. I like, I like Vegas two in this game. What do you like? Yeah. Uh, same. They're coming in way lower on that top line. It makes sense because the top line is fully correlated on the power play. Nolan Patrick, 2,600, whatever, you know, you want to play 2,600 Nolan Patrick on the top power play, go for it. I'm not a huge Nolan Patrick guy, but, you know, Stone is underpriced. Pacioretty is about where it needs to be, so you can do that. There is a massive house on Narrative Street with Alex Tuck returning to Vegas for the first time. If you want to, you know, if you like parking on Narrative Street, Alex Tuck is your guy. Yeah, I uh, just want to mention Nick Haig could be back for Vegas tonight. That could change a little bit uh, of their defensive uh, lineups, but obviously they still have a bunch of guys out. Um, we'll have to see uh, what happens a little bit later in the day with Vegas. Josh, I'm going to ask you for your hat trick picks and your goalies. My hat trick pick for tonight, he's expensive, but I love him. Kyle Connor, uh, my goalies are UC Saros, 
uh, Andre Vasilevsky and Anton Forsberg. Who you got? Yeah, I agree on the goalies. I'll add in um, the heck was it? Oh, my guy, um, Igor. You want to get a little bit punty? I think Anton Forsberg makes for an interesting GPP pun. And then my hat trick pick is going to be uh, Jonathan Marcheseau. There you go. Marcheseau and Kyle Connor are your hat trick picks. We got to get out of here. Uh, that was our second to last uh, show before the All-Star break. Our last show is tomorrow. Then we're going to be off for a few days. So if you want to check out uh, the NHL show for the last time and for at least five days, check us out tomorrow. Stick around. We have more shows coming up for Josh, for Tyler. I'm Mike saying good luck tonight, everybody. Did you miss your deadline to renew your Medicaid coverage? You can still send your completed annual review form to Healthy Connections Medicaid. You may be assigned to another health plan, but you can ask to come back to First Choice within 60 days of renewed Medicaid eligibility. It's your family. It's your choice. First Choice is the right choice. Renew and choose us. Visit selecthealthofsc.com renew to learn more. Fargo, the new virtual assistant from Wells Fargo, makes banking faster and easier. Like this. Fargo, what's my checking account routing number? And this. Fargo, uh, turn off my debit card. And this. Fargo, what did I spend on groceries last month? And that's just the beginning. Do you, Fargo? You can in the Wells Fargo mobile app. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash getfargo. Terms and conditions apply. Your mobile carrier's availability and message and data rates may apply. Wells Fargo Bank and a member FDIC.